this is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone. Today with my dear friends, Andy and Jonathan Goldman. Hi, guys. Kathy. Kathy. Hello. Hey, I said I'd do this to... Uh, ring in, to ring in the new year. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm so excited about um, talking today about World Sound Healing Day, but also to catch up with you guys because I love everything you do. Um, you, I found this and I wanted to show everybody that I have a signed copy from 2014 of Healing Sound Frequencies number two. So I didn't find number one yet. So you've been doing this work, helping people align to their greater purpose and their greater knowing for all these years and started the World Sound Healing Association a long time ago to help people understand the value of resonance. Do you want to talk a little bit about that that journey a little bit for people that may be new? Is that okay? Absolutely. And I think before we start that, I just want to say we are delighted <clears throat> to be here this morning. And it's always so much fun. It Kathy, is. To, to see you and to share. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we get to giggle. We get to giggle together, which is what we like to do. We love so. it. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. So, yes, we'd be happy to share that. Well, indeed, journey. for those who are watching now or in the future, just like to suggest that I've been in this field for more than 40 years. I had my initial uh, opening, if you like, in about 1980. When I was playing in a rock and roll band in a seaside bar in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, I remember coming back from a break, strapping on my guitar. You can see there's some guitars in the background there, just like that, playing in this band and looking out at the audience and realizing that there was an ambiance of negativity and violence. Now, I realized that the alcohol and the different intoxicants in the club was helping contribute to this ambiance of negativity but also the music I was creating at that time was helping do this. And I had the thought, what if music can be used to make people feel better? Now, bottom line, I've been uh, playing professionally since I was about 15 uh, years old. I was about 30 at this time. I graduated uh, Boston University, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I was playing and having a good time but then that thought entered my consciousness and in about a week, the thought shifted slightly and said, what if sound can be used to heal? And from there, doors just began to open. I founded the Sound Healers Association. I got a master's degree from Leslie University researching the uses of sound music for healing. I took my record company, which was a new wave record company and turned it into a new age record company. Wow. Uh, wrote my first book, Healing Sounds in 1992, which has now had its 30th anniversary release, had a um, number of other experiences, then met this beloved being in around 1995, and life has yeah. been even better and better since then. 
<laughs> well, you guys are amazing. Part of what I love about being with you is you're such an example of, of um, co-creation together where you really hold each other in harmony. Even when I first met you, Jonathan, you came into my office and said, she's not my assistant, she's my partner. And uh, I'll never forget that. That's actually, that was pretty unusual for most of the people I worked with for um, you to show the, the love and, and divine uh, relationship that you have mm -hmm. together that's so co-creative. It's such a great example. I want that when I grow up. I like to use the formula one plus one equals three. Oh. But Kathy, thank you for sharing that because, you know, it really touches my heart because I did meet Jonathan <clears throat> in 1995. And since that time, I'm going to just take a second. A little throat thing here this morning. Um, since that time, we have been co-creating together and it has been just a beautiful journey. And sometimes I like to say that I think <clears throat> in terms of relationships, I think we're always on assignments of some kind. <laughs> and I've always thought because we have just taken off in all these different directions, all under the umbrella of sound as a healing modality. And it has just been such a, uh, a journey, a gift for both of us. And I am delighted. I don't remember when we came to your office and Jonathan said that. <laughs> oh, well, it must have been a long time ago. It, it must have been right after you made the DVDs for your class that you did at Sunrise Ranch. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, but but what I want people to understand is that you can see the example of what using resonance can do for all relationships in your life, as well as in your own um, co-creating with your own higher knowing. When you're, when you're using these tools of frequencies and sound, um, and Jonathan's going to show us, I think, his tuning forks and everything. Would, <laughs> I hope. Um, we can. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you want to speak a little bit to that of how you've seen sound affect and repair or um, elevate or inspire people? Well, yes, indeed. And Kathy, real quick, I'm going to basically focus on how sound can be used to heal. Okay. Basic overall gestalt, mm -hmm. basic principle is everything in the universe is in a state of vibration. Everything's in a state of motion from the electrons moving around the nucleus of an atom. The planets and distant galaxies moving around their suns are all in motion. They're all in vibration conceptually. They're creating a sound, including our body, every organ, every bone. Every tissue, every part of our body is in a state of vibration. And when we are in a state of health, we say we're in sound health. We're like this overall orchestra that plays the symphony of the self. But what happens if the second violin player loses their sheet music? They begin to play out of harmony, out of ease. Pretty soon, the entire string section is off. Pretty soon, the entire orchestra is off. And this is akin to a part of our body 
vibrating out of ease or out of harmony. It can be physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, but it's vibrating out of ease. It's actually in a state of what one could call discoherence or incoherence. So when you give the string player back their sheet music and basically create a state of coherence, you are basically able to use sound as a healing modality. But mind you, not just sound. This is the basis of most alternative therapies, including chiropractic, acupuncture, chromotherapy, light, naturopathy, all the homeopathy, all these different things ultimately use uh, the concept of vibration, putting things in balance. And, and being in resonance, Kathy, one of the major focuses that we have really utilized, one of the major modalities is our own voice. And, you know, and I love your program, Kathy, where it says words energize, words inspire. And I think the words that we use and that we choose to use really can help us to resonate and vibrate in higher frequencies. Because when we're focusing on positivity and, oh my goodness, appreciation, uh, gratitude, loving kindness, all those words, they are powerful, resonant, lifting words in in my opinion <laughs> yeah real quick there are two ways that sound affects us one is it goes to our ears and into our brain it's called psychoacoustics psycho <laughs> <laughs> and that affects our heart rate or respiration or brain waves and the other goes into our body and that's called vibroacoustics and it affects us down to a cellular level so these two ways and particularly, uh, and just one other thing that we want to sort of talk about setting uh, like on the table is the power of intent, the importance or, of our consciousness, our belief in the fact that it can be encoded upon the sound. Well, and Kathy, I, I know we have mentioned this, but it's well worth mentioning again. I, 40 years ago, <clears throat> Jonathan created a formula, frequency plus intent equals healing. In other words, the frequency, the sound, plus our intention coupled together, that is what then uh, creates the healing energy. And the reason we wanted to bring that up is that you're talk we were talking about words having power. And literally, you know, we have Tibetan bowls, we do X, Y, or Z, tuning forks, we'll show you them later or whatever. But bottom line, is that we can do healing with our conversational voice if we project the energy of compassion, kindness, appreciation. So just want to tell everybody that you are a sound healer because your voice conveys an energetic form that is picked up and received by other people. So be conscious of that and use it properly and the world will be a better place. Rule number one in sound healing. And I just made that up. I like that. It's new. <laughs> I like that too. That's so great. Well, I, what's amazing is the upliftment that people found, um, even if they're not aware of it. Uh, you go to a drumming circle or you go to a, a set song where people are chanting and all of a sudden you have this uh, harmony of consciousness and intent um, that, that, comes together. One time I was at Kimba 
RM's uh, house on 4th Street, and she did a crystal bowl healing. And right. um, Constantine was there with this weird device. It looked like a little Sputnik. <laughs> and um, they checked all of us with the bio well at first before the event and then after the event. And we were all in resonance. I mean, it was, mm -hmm. and it was crystal didgeridoo and some bowls mm -hmm. and we drank water. Um, she actually filled the crystal bowls with water and we all drank mm -hmm. of it. So, so, I mean, there was science mm -hmm. um, and quantum physics is, it talks about the observer effect. So that's where the intent comes from by you consciously creating win-win um, propositions with everything you do rather than win-lose, which is what our society has um, taken a wrong turn on. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll get more people to the win-win intention side. Right, mm -hmm. right Jonathan? Okay. It's interesting, Kathy, because uh, when I first came up with that formula and did first uh, like describe it and write about it in healing sounds, uh -huh. uh, frequency plus intent equals healing, it was very controversial. And I talked to these different doctors and they would just look, I'd say, hey, have you ever thought of the importance of intention and sound healing? And they would like look at me like I was a man from another planet, which I well may be. <laughs> Like, I will say, I think so. <laughs> but at the same time, now you have the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton, the biology of belief, Joe Dispenza, the, uh, you are the placebo, uh, Lynn McTaggart uh, doing the... Uh, uh, intention uh, uh, groups with eight people. You know, the intention experiment <laughs> and... Right, and Masuro and Momo did that wonderful work with the water molecules, water crystals, mm -hmm showing how intention really affected and influenced the uh, structure mm -hmm. of water, which our body is totally composed of. And, and folks, if you haven't seen it, this is great work. It's important work. And he showed that um, water that was encoded with positive, proper intention or sound or whatnot mm -hmm. looked like a snowflake. And water that was either mm -hmm. polluted physically or vibrationally through bad thoughts mm -hmm. looked like mud. And one of my favorite um, pictures was of the Fujiwara Dam. The Fujiwara Dam in Japan, which is a polluted dam and it looks like, at the time, looked like mud. Then he had a, a Buddhist priest chant uh, a mantra, the heart sutra over it for 20 minutes, re-photographed it, and it looked like a snowflake. Yep. And I thought, this is dramatic, I mean, evidence that sound can affect how much of our body is composed of water, how much of our planet is composed of water. Mm -hmm. Now, this mm -hmm. is not just sound. This is intentionalized sound, what we call sacred sound. And um, it's really important because what is sacred sound? Sound that is focused with love, compassion, kindness, you know, gratitude. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, and Kathy, when we talk about, you know, raising our frequency, you know, raising our vibration and being in resonance with, 
with with everyone. Well, you know, when we're chanting or we're toning or we're even humming, what's happening when we are with a group of people, the uh, hormone oxytocin is released and that is the trust hormone. And so <clears throat> when we are toning together, making sound, chanting, we feel that <clears throat> connection. Yeah. We feel that uh, unity with those who we are with. And so there's scientific reasoning why when we are sounding, we are in that place of <clears throat> higher resonance. I, I love this. And I love, I think that this is the perfect um, year for people to know more about this because if you can feel, feel the fear of change that's going through um, global consciousness and mm -hmm. the, um, the need to get um, to become empowered is another big aspect of what 2023 is. Um, and just by listening to positive frequencies or as you said, chanting or humming, um, people can come into resonance with themselves because everything is from their own perspective. I, I call it a hologram, but we're, we're all in this in our own little worlds and you can clean up your little world pretty easily, right? Okay, so Kathy, I just want to suggest a couple things. Getting back to the wonderful world of physics <laughs> and the physics of sound. Yeah. There's a phenomena, resonance means that things go into a natural healthy frequency. And this is wonderful. And that happens, every object has its own natural frequency. Here are two tuning forks that really resonate and vibrate wonderfully together. And they create a lovely coherent field. I hope this is actually a frequency called the Pythagorean fifth that is composed of whole numbers. This is uh, vibrating at the ratio of two to three and it really bounces the brain and the body. But that's an example of resonance. And there's also another phenomenon called entrainment which is that the vibrations of one object will cause the vibrations of another object to lock in step and vibrate together. When this happens, we're in a state of coherence. And when we make sound together, <clears throat> most of the time, we basically lock in step, we entrain with each other and become in a state of coherence. And speaking about coherence, which is a really big word in 2022, 2023, 20, for, for quite a while, but people are really aware of there's the heart brain, the brain heart coherence of the heart math and a lot of other people are talking about. And this is so very, very important because when this happens, our heart and our brain are in coherence. They're entrained together, they're synchronized together. Then our electromagnetic field becomes 50 to 500 to even some perspective, at least say that 5,000 times greater. And this is, if you, you like, one of the aspects that we focus on for World Sound Healing Day, which is we ask that people try to get into a state of coherence when they're working with sounds, but more on World Sound Healing Day in a second. Well, and when we are in a state of coherence, when our heart and our brain are in coherence, it happens when we are in a state of positivity. And that is a real important factor. And then our experience 
has shown us that when we are in that coherence and we add our sound to it, the uh, electromagnetic field of the heart is amplified even greater. So once again, staying as much as we can in that state of appreciation, appreciation. And, and, and gratitude uh, is really, I keep going back to that because it really is crucial. And just yeah. as a note, I think there's a reason why most mm -hmm. of the prayers on our planet or vocalized, or whispered, chanted, spoken, or sung, and that's because sound amplifies this already magnificent electromagnetic mm -hmm. field that we have when we're in a state of gratitude, when we're in a state of meditation, prayer, oneness with the divine, uh, and it helps not only amplify it, but really focus it, so it really is a wonderful tool for manifestation. And a wonderful tool for being in resonance, not only with ourselves, but with all people, you know, with the people that we're in contact with. Yeah. And even past that, because as we know, the, the field is out there and it's our thoughts and it's what we put into the field that is really affected by everyone. We are the field. We are the field. That's right. <laughs> well, well, that's what I wanted people to really get an idea about because you we're, we're, we're watching an amazing divine um, union here on screen, but you can do this for yourself. You don't have to be with a partner to do this. But what we've done is, uh, or what uh, Jonathan and Andy have done, is they've taken World Sound Healing, as soon as we were on lockdown, they took it online in a big way. And all of a sudden, and we'll show you in a little bit, we'll show you the World Sound Healing um, site so you can see how you can participate. But you can be alone by yourself in the middle of winter when it's cold outside inside and still participate like we were doing for years and years in circle at the avalon or at other locations um where where we would our intentions were so clear to see the future we want to have not the the um future that is our worst case scenario. We're we're on the best case scenario um, co-creation train and <laughs> right? right? Absolutely. We are co-creators, Kathy. That was beautifully said. And what world do we want to live in? Let us create, let us co-create the world that we want. That's and of course, we know what world we want one that is based in loving kindness and just that beautiful connection where we hold everyone in that love. Beautiful. And just, yeah. and just want to suggest before we begin talking about World Sign Healing Day, which is unto itself an enormous topic, but I just want to, for a moment, for anybody who's watching now or forever, that there's a lot of discord right now presently on our planet and a lot of people are in stress this is understandable but we want to share with you just an aspect of using sound that everybody can work mm -hmm. with and this is uh from our book the humming effect and which i have a right, copy of it right here that, sound healing for health and happiness 
And the humming effect, it is effective and we call it conscious humming, but it is something everybody can do. And it is very effective for shifting our frequency. Really, But in particular, I'd just like to suggest that uh, because so many people are so stressed out, mm -hmm. one of the great, uh, great tools that we found is humming. And without going into a long uh, dissertation about it, um, humming is a sound that everyone can make, which is why we wrote a book on it. And the first right. chapter basically is focused on what they call peer-reviewed or medical uh, information on humming. And as Andy said, you get the release of all sorts of things like oxytocin, melatonin, nitric oxide, but you get the you know reduction of your heart rate and blood pressure. So that if you take some nice deep breaths, and then just hum on a comfortable tone. And you do that a few times. It'll really relax you to pharmaceutical levels. And this is just something we want to share with everybody because it's something you can you can utilize now. People are big into tuning forks. We love it. They're great. I got the Tibetan bowls. I got crystal bowls up the yin-yang. But <laughs> you don't have to spend any money when you're humming. You'll experience the physiological effects almost immediately. If you, and we, the single thing that we suggest after you work with the hum for a few different times is simply to be in silence in a state of silence because that is where the shifts and changes occur and kathy when we are in that state of stress and you know we're talking about loving kindness and compassion and appreciation but we need to get out of that stress to then get to it the way out of that stress is through it and humming is a beautiful tool to help us move through that stress and that in those imbalances where we feel anxiety and frustration in the world and what's happening in the world today. And when we start humming through what we call obviously conscious humming and we do breathing before we hum, we become our own therapist. We have the power within ourselves to shift and change our frequency Perfect. and we can do that through the simple act of humming i just want to suggest continuing on that number one you can chill out your nervous system your heart rate your respiration but you can also use it as a vibral acoustic tool we mentioned before you get the release of nitric oxide when you hum and you which is very very powerful and very very important in terms of if, if you're dealing in the winter with those nasty critters that lodge themselves in your uh, not nasal cavity, just a little mm, nasal humming. And it'll really, uh, you do that a few times and you get 15 times the amount of uh, nitric oxide, which is a therapeutic level. But also you can use the hum with intention as an internal massage. You can resonate your head, throat, stomach, wherever. Mm -hmm. And finally, you can also use the hum to resonate the electromagnetic field, what we call the chakras and the auric field. So all these things on a level, once again, if it's frequency plus intent, yeah. then almost any sound, as long as it's made with loving kindness, is a powerful healing tool. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. And um, what I love is I know we mentioned earlier that the two ways that we experience and sound affects us, you know, vibro acoustically when we're listening to sound healing music, like the CD that you held up, Kathy, <laughs> that Jonathan, that you've had since not 2014, which was wild and, uh, and vibro acoustics. Now, when we are humming, we have found that vibro acoustically hum is the most powerful powerful sound that we can make and so we encourage people to check that out and try it well it's what i love is that everything that was ancient is becoming into form now because you know that the tibetan monks when they could do those different uh they they could actually have different octaves in their voice as they as they hummed or say, I don't, I don't know that that's singing, <laughs> but um, that, that they knew that mm -hmm. you have to know I, everything. It feels like we're going out of the dark ages and re re um, uh, discovering the old and making it new again, making it useful. You know, it's interesting. And I'm going to have to do this just the Tibetan monks to honor them. Oh, good. Please. <clears throat> Yes, that's a Tibetan uh, deep voice ohm. And, uh, you know, they knew something. And it, I was fascinated by it. And blessed be, it came to me. There's a story to that. I'm not going to go there. But I just oh. want to suggest, just going to suggest, that I think if we can get out of this divisiveness, that there seems to be on a planetary level of I'm right, you're wrong, uh, then we can get wonderful allopathic mm -hmm. medicine and wonderful complementary medicine, vibrational medicine to work together, uh, you know, and that's the whole thing. I think they are both wonderful aspects. And if we just say one is better than the other, I, you know, I got to acknowledge that unless perhaps we're on the enterprise uh, in Star Trek uh, with the <laughs> tri tricorder, uh, there's still very, very good um, you know, aspects of uh, traditional allopathic medicine that is wonderful and vibrational medicine, great, but every, once again, things working together. So my thing is, I like to believe that science and spirit are going to merge really more so. There are a lot of people who've gotten this, but not accepted by the mainstream because there's so much seeming manipulation in mainstream of trying to get people against each other as opposed to working together. If we can get out of that competition and get into the compassion, cooperation, mm -hmm. what a blessed planet this would be. Right. Well, it, it's on its way in my little world. Um, I want to put Sugar Bee put, I hum at work while I work. So thank you, Sugar Bee, for sharing that. I I, I, I do think that um, these, what I want the audience to know is that um, Andy and Jonathan walk their talk. They were humming before we came on. <laughs> so so it, it does work for them and they do practice this work. And um, the prolific um, information that, that uh, at least I've seen from Jonathan, he has, he has um, is it 72 uh, ways? How many names of God? The well, that's 
you know, I got 25 different albums. How about that one? Yeah, they're they're all I, don't, I don't even know albums. Oh my yeah, God. They're, they're available on Spotify, Amazon, and whatnot. Just say play Jonathan Goldman. You're probably going to have a real nice, <laughs> chill, sacred, relaxing surprise because they're award winners and stuff like that. So we give thanks. They are. They are. You guys are amazing. But but what you're showing is is the usability and the um, the humming specifically is you need no instruments except your body, your voice, mm. and and to remember with intention of what you really want to create, and that frequency trans trans um, transmutes the uh, your field basically. Yeah. And this is a little thing I was, I was thinking all of this this morning during meditation, which is just simply that we love crystal balls, we love X, Y, or Z, mm. but crystal balls are wonderful. But they are difficult to put in your back pocket and if you're going on a trip and you uh, basically need to do something. And crystal balls also, sadly, have uh, the um, possibility of being dropped and breaking, which is like, what a drag. Doesn't happen much with tuning forks, but even these need to be put in your pocket or whatnot. Yeah, always got your voice with you. Doesn't require electricity, doesn't require batteries. Uh, the owner's manual is relatively easy to use and it's free and you got it with you all the time. And while we are both well-versed in major mantras from all these different traditions, we are well-versed in harmonics and overtones and well-versed in all sorts of different sacred aspects of sound. Mm -hmm. The reason we work mostly with the hum now is that we were looking for a sound that everybody could use. We were looking for a sound that was ubiquitous and was all inclusive and the hum is one that babies do it mm. everybody can hum i mean the babies from babies to the elderly but what i love about the hum is that when you are in that state of discordance uh anxiety and you begin to consciously hum it only takes a few moments to shift your frequency it is pretty effective in a relatively uh fast way and so it, it's you can do it pretty instantly and at least that's been our right. experience and the experience of many people in our workshops and you know we've had a lot of people who are reticent about making certain sounds we don't think we ever encountered anybody who said i can't hum yeah. <laughs> I'm not a good hummer mm. <laughs> well, well what i want to make sure that we um uh talk about is how this has gone around the world and um what because um jonathan as he said he's he's both jonathan and andy have been prolific with their research and their um, workshops and their training and their education and sharing of what they've discovered or rediscovered or whatever you want to call it, what they they brought in to this field to help humanity during these times. And and as Jonathan said, we we get to make a choice at this point. We, this is how, what are you going to feed yourself? Are you going to feed yourself Netflix and um, constant battles and constant violence? Are you going to feed yourself peace and love and community and co-creating? I, I think the veils are gone now. And um, for those that want to co-create with the divine at, at, per their assignment, who knows? But <laughs> I, I think music is the portal 
to all of that. For In my experience, I have um, frequencies on all day long in the background and uh, as I'm working. I use, I use frequencies a lot. And I want to recommend this work to everyone that um, wants to live a happier life. I mean, it's, it's your choice. You get to choose this, right? Well, thank you. And uh, my first album, Frequencies One, Sounds of Healing, Blessed Be, it is huge on the uh, streaming market, different cuts in it. So, uh, and we just think that it's assisting people in achieving a state of balance. And Kathy, I just have to say that I'm, we are really big into balance. I think there's an old story of the Buddha that said that if you have a string on an instrument, you loosen it too much, it won't play. If you tighten it too much, it'll break. But if it's basically tightened just enough, uh, then it'll be in balance. So that's the whole thing. I love Netflix. I love this other stuff. But at the same time, if that's all you do, and also if you if you don't take if you take it as reality, there are you know interesting uh, ramifications of that. So I think it's fine for us to do whatever we do, just as long as we're in balance. We practice what we call compassionate understanding, mm -hmm. which means that we try to look at all different medium, different, you know, social networks, X, Y, or Z, to see what people are thinking and understanding so that if you begin to understand how they think and why they think, then you won't be so judgmental about they're wrong, I'm right. But you can go, oh, I can understand that. I may not agree with it, but I can understand that and see what's going on. It really helps us if you like, you know, be of a more detached and conscious mm -hmm. level of compassion. Mm -hmm. Well, compassionate understanding. I just love that term because it really opens up our consciousness to allow people, everyone to be who they are and to uh, take away that, that judgment and to be in the loving kindness and, and sometimes it's hard to do because maybe we may not agree, but it's okay because we have that compassionate understanding of where this person may be coming from. And so that allowing people to be who they are is, I think, very, very uh, uh, necessary in raising our consciousness. Yes. Yes. And, and hopefully that's our future. That's, that's the mm -hmm. lesson because I, I truly believe all of the things that are brought to our field are part of our, it, there's a gift in all of it, whether mm -hmm. we're happy or sad about it, that it's all, you look for the gift and um, assuming the best case scenario, but, but mm -hmm. there is a lot of contrast and there's a lot of different perspectives and that's actually good. That's, that's why consciousness wanted to differ, to divide itself into all of these fractals was for us to, for it to expand with all the different choices. So yes, I, I think it's very important. And Jonathan, are you going to play again? <laughs> Using that? to uh, ring a sound around us and also talk, begin talking about the sound heard around the world, okay. World Sound Healing Day. How about okay. that? Okay, so perfect. 
Perfect segue. Here we go. So there you go. So this this is the 21st annual World Sound Healing Day, and it takes place on February 14th, 2023. And as Kathy has been so kindly flashing the website, which is worldsoundhealingday.org, it takes place on Valentine's Day because... Well, because Valentine's Day, you know, when we were creating World Sound Healing Day way back, obviously, in 2001, the first one was 2002, you know, we were talking about, well, let's on what day would we want to have World Sound Healing Day be on? And we thought, aha, Valentine's Day. There's so much love that is already being emitted into the field on the 14th of February. So we chose that day, Kathy, and that's the day every year now for 21 years. uh, We have uh, had World Sound Healing Day and people throughout the entire planet after 21 years, it has a life of its own right now. And so many people are participating. And uh, Jonathan, why don't you tell people how they can participate? Right. But before we do that, I'm just going to tell you a little history is when we first began back in 21 years ago. Okay, it was actually uh, 2003, February 14th. We mostly focused on making an ah sound Mm -hmm. uh, from the heart, which a lot of people find is like a really, really powerful sound. And the way we did that, Kathy, believe it or not, there were two, there were all events happening throughout the planet that were actually localized, but there were two events one and it was done by internet radio one around nine o'clock in the morning uh our our time which would be uh basically 12 o'clock noon or getting into 12 o'clock noon uh uh, eastern time and then one i think around nine o'clock at night which would be focusing on working in i think japan or whatnot we'd all do it uh and as long as you're here i just want to say this is the world sound healing day website and you can see at the very top of the screen, you can see that little blue download here. Well, that is a, a global uh, 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 coherence wave that is um, just free. And we just have that for people to work with any time. And they can just click on it and basically they can download it. We make it as a gift for everyone. And, uh, you know, and it's just there. And then... Uh, what we've done, and as you can see, the purpose of World Sound Healing Day is yeah, to heal the planet. I was really yeah. wanted you to tell us the purpose because this this was genius creating this 21 years ago. So so it's really I, I'm hoping that they get your heart experience with the purpose. Right. And it's healing our planet, healing our waters, which is so important. And back in 2012, we were in Australia, and one of the people we met was... Was Grandma Aggie, who was one of the 13 indigenous grandmothers, and she spoke about water and how she thanked the waters, no matter if she passed a stream, no matter if she drank a glass of water, she would always say thank you. And I've actually adopted that practice, and I 
always say thank you when I'm drinking that water in the morning or passing those beautiful ponds that we walk around. But Kathy, the purpose of World Sound Healing Day. I also got to raise our consciousness right, adding and, that one. Exactly. Boy, huh? and, and, you know, it's interesting because Jonathan coined a term right at the very beginning called global harmonization. And when I think of those two words together with our sound, we can bring harmony. We can bring healing to Mother Earth, to the waters, to all sentient beings by raising our frequencies through our sound. And that's really the foundation of World Sound Healing Day is to bring that healing to mother earth and there indeed so what we did real quick was we uh, opened it uh, particularly during the uh, lockdown so to speak to having it much more virtual and the fact that we would we're going to change it from specifically just doing the asan yeah go on down there a little bit on this is the uh, portal and uh, people basically posting events doing everything from crystal bowls to chanting to uh jazz ensembles to classical ensembles to uh, keep on going down there reading the, poetry uh, re reading poetry and this just uh, mm. this gets really filled we've got another two weeks before this is going up there and people mm. post new things every day so we usually have a couple of hundred different events from dozens mm. of different countries and it's just a wonderful thing so if people are interested they can go now to visit a world sound healing day and just uh, click on the events portal to see what different offerings have been made and for the most part they're usually free and they're usually designed to basically raise your vibrational level and be and project the energy mm -hmm. to our planet so this is now two weeks out and that you know stuff is coming in every day if you're guided to, to uh create something we accept events until practically the last yeah. day and uh, and if you want to experience something, mm -hmm. you can go up there and check out what's going on because there's some extraordinary things. Yeah. I can see flute playing. <laughs> there's a monochord. There's X, Y, and Z there. It's very cool. What a well, blessing. Well, and the really the beauty of it is that it is all inclusive. It is open to absolutely everyone in whatever way they would like to participate. Many people will want to facilitate and create an event that they'll post that other people can go to. Other people will want to be a participant. And so it really, the door is open to be to participate in any way that you feel comfortable with and so we do encourage people i know before the pandemic uh we had a little bit online but mainly people did events in person and communities would gather in person and they're starting to do that now a little bit more now that things have lifted and things have changed slightly with all of the pandemic stuff but still the online is really a great place to go to that portal and check it out and just a quick note that there are a couple of wonderful organizations one's called the global consciousness project mm -hmm. and another um heart map and they ba basically measure events mm. um such as world sound healing day and 
bottom line is what they found is that there is like a field that is generated that is measurable with these very, very sophisticated scientific devices. One uh, courtesy of Roger Nelson of Princeton University and uh, his work measuring um, it's like fields through random number generators and have, that have shown that when events of high compassion occur, there is a measurable effect through these uh, random number generators. And this is different than events of high excitement, like the Super Bowl. Not the same. You can have millions or billions of people uh, from the Super Bowl, and that's very different than perhaps tens of thousands of people doing meditation and whatnot, and the field that is being generated. This initially dates back to a, a phenomena called the Maharishi effect that was basically noticed and written about in different scientific magazines that when the uh, Maharishi's people, for example, would be doing group uh, meditations in an area, that uh, events of violence went down dramatically for about 24 hours after the event that was just the first that was the tip of the iceberg so to speak showing that something is going on i don't think personally yet we have the instrumentation the uh, understanding of exactly what it is because i think it transcends into quantum fields of consciousness quantum fields of manifestation but we as we say we can make a difference mm. we heal the planet we and heal we, ourselves and we heal ourselves we heal ourselves and we heal the planet and, our, you know, it's this feedback loop that is happening and on world sound healing day kathy it's almost like there's this ringing of sound that is encircling our planet with our sound and our intention of healing with our light our love and our sound we can make a difference well, I want to thank you so much because I've been fortunate enough to go to a lot of the ones in person with you. And um, it's quite uh, amazing the uh, dedication that you've had to this, the gift of yourselves and your time and and um, all of this work to put this website together year after year to coordinate all of it. I just, I, I so appreciate you and so appreciate your forward thinking, your futurist thinking of the world that we want to create and, and the path to it through sound. So I, I just want to give you so much appreciation and hope I can help you any way that I can to, um, to help get the word out. I do think that the um, going online has helped spread the word a lot and has created more of a um, celebration of it. Um, that that uh, I was I was very happy to see that transition from us doing the sacred work, <laughs> which is kind of how I started it. It was like this was serious business what we were doing, and now it looks like it's it's um, lots of wonderful celebrations everywhere i love i love that word celebration you know world sound healing day yes it is to heal our planet in a celebratory 
fashion. And Kathy, we appreciate you so much letting us bring our information out to all of your listeners and, you know, being able to invite everyone to our portal of World Sound Healing Day. So thank you very much, Kathy. And I would be remiss if I didn't also invite our viewers, listeners, anybody who's resonating with us to check out our, actually it's the Mothership uh, website, which you know is involved with everything and that's healingsounds.com, healingsounds.com. And that's where you can all find all sorts of wonderful information about sound healing, wonderful information about everything from tuning forks to humming, lots of free downloads and uh, just really want to invite everyone to also mm-hmm. check that out because it is wonderful. Mm. And and I know that, you know, we're talking a lot about World Sound Healing Day on February 14th, uh, which is the date we chose for every year. But I want to say every day is World Sound every Healing day. Day. Every day. Because every day we can utilize our own sounds with our intention yes. to send out harmony and healing to the planet. So uh, come join us on the 14th for sure. But know that every day is is World Sound Healing Day. Yes, it's a gift that you give yourself and keeps on giving. There's there, there's um, the other thing I really want people to see is that everything that um, is on Healing Sounds and all of the the uh, albums, which we're calling albums, how about that? Um, <laughs> albums and books, all are a gift that you give yourself. Oh, seriously, this is um, this a lot of the work that we're doing right now to clean up resonance and um, create peace on our planet is inner work. And all of the work that um, Andy and Jonathan have created over the years, it's not, um, it didn't, it didn't outdate itself. It's all good now. There's nothing that was done 10 years ago that isn't usable right this very second. And and I want to make sure people understand. I mean, I have a little library (laughs) of your stuff and I'll never get rid of it. I, I don't know how people could because it's part of your practice of being more loving and kind to yourself. Well, blessed be. I mean, here is the 30th anniversary edition. And here we have Greg Braden uh, saying, Healing Sounds is a timeless and powerful classic. This 30th anniversary edition is a must-have for anyone interested in therapeutic and transformational nature of vibration. And Bruce Lipton uh, says the knowledge offered in healing sounds is a source of self-empowerment for it illuminates the principles of harmonics and the role in healing. I highly recommend healing sounds a little bit more on that one, but both of these, you know, dear contemporary people pointing this book out as being a classic. Well, and I want to just say that when we realized it was the 30th anniversary and Inner Traditions, our publisher, wanted to go ahead and print a new edition. And Jonathan, do you want to put in new information? Do you want to rewrite whatever? 
And I remember saying, this material is absolutely timeless. Exactly. And what you wrote, Jonathan, in 1992 is even more applicable today. And I just love that you mentioned that, Kathy, because mm -hmm. I have felt that the information, it truly is timeless. And really, just real, real quick, the okay. only difference that we did was we put in a hundred minutes of sonic download so that people could experience the stuff I wrote about. Because if a picture is worth a thousand words, a sound is worth an encyclopedia. <laughs> well, I have the old version. <laughs> so I, I, I have to update. But but this is what I want people to understand is that you you were a pioneer and um but everything is in perfect um use now. So um, the collection can grow right now and you, you can start anywhere. You could start with the humming book. You could start with any of the, the, sound, the sound healings. You will find it's um, transformative. And it's honestly one of the recipes, I think, for success for us to transition into the Aquarian age, because we're going from this time period of high contrast and judgment to peace and inner peace is 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 the whole purpose of all of this work right beautiful mm. and real quick last thing got sound is one of our five major senses and through working with like healing sounds and understanding um, and the other books and understanding the power of sound all of a sudden it's like you're enhancing one of your five primary sen senses and it's like gaining a superpower <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is really and it's amazing and it's fun in the beginning was the word and the lord said let there be light sound being the original aspect of creation when you're to tap in by that what more could you want well i feel like and whether you're <laughs> I do. I love everything you guys do. And I love, I mean, here's Sugar Bee put on the, she just did three of these. I mean, the people that are listening are all saying healing and thank you and showing so much gratitude. And, and honestly, I just want to see that people have a choice. And this is what Conscious Business Zone is about. It's about helping empower servant leaders and people that are ready to gift themselves the, the beauty and the love that they are. And this is a path to that. I'm getting chills. So I just want to um, I just want to share, please do yourself a favor. Go to worldsoundhealingday.org and, um, and, and check out what's going on. Then go back to Healing Sounds. Um, the website and see all of the different products and services and really do yourself um, help, help us create this wave of love in mm. the planet that is part of this is the foundation work that you can do at any time. And here we go. We've got oh, a spirit talk with Lizzie saying hi to everybody. Um, but, but what I want to make sure is that people understand that um, this is the time. 
we came here, we stood in line to get these bodies to be here right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> and stop complaining and go do something about it. <laughs> and it took a lot of courage for us to say, hey, we want to be here now. <laughs> or, or no, it looked a lot easier. <laughs> Right. Oh, but what's the world that we want to create? We do have that ability to make that choice. And hopefully this information can help people in the choices that they're making to create the world yes. that they want. Yes. And please share when you, if you've enjoyed this as much as I hope you have, as much as I have, please share this with others on social media or through YouTube, please share this because what you're going to find is that this is a gift to humanity. What the World Sound Healing Day, um, 21 years of gifting this themselves and their work, um, and it's created momentum. And so look at that. Look at what you can do to participate in making this a better place for us and for generations to come. And Kathy, just again, thank you for your support, for your love, your oh. wisdom, your compassion, your kindness, understanding, and all that makes you who you are. Oh, oh and I ditto every word of that. <laughs> oh, you know I'm your cheerleader. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> no pom pom, sorry. <laughs> I use tuning forks. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say we'll have Tibetan bowls. <laughs> I got some over here. But anyway, well, thank you. Um, we're going to sign off now. But um, best way to connect with you, can you say one more time? So make we're, sure for people that may only have seen towards the end. Well, our website, healingsounds.com. That sounds with an S at the end of it, dot com. And uh, it's a great website. Uh, we can be contacted there, but you probably won't need to because it's like a journey into the unexplored realm of sacred and healing sounds. What more could you want? Uh, Kathy, just so many yeah, blessings yeah. of love and light through sound to you and to all of our listeners. And hope to see everyone and join us for World Sound Healing Day. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. And don't forget, I mean, it's February 14th. Put it on your calendar now so that you make sure that you spend the day thinking about it and participating with all these amazing events. Bye-bye, you guys. Bye.